0: It's September 15th, and you're listening to The Magnificent Podcast. I gotta correct my, I meant The Magnificent Fantasy Football Show, of course, but everybody knows what The Magnificent Podcast means anyway, so I don't think that was too confusing there. We got myself, Manatee Jackson, MJ, MJax, Jax, whatever you want to call me on the horn here, um, along with the beautiful Easy. Yo. <laughs> just a thrilling intro, Easy. I love it. Are you MJ, feeling-
1: do you think, do you think we're recording this on the 15th, just a little uh, on air, um, Programming note, do you think maybe we should start saying it's the 16th since most people aren't going to listen to it today?
0: No. Maybe they will listen to it today. Then we'll just confuse the shit out of them if they go, it's the 16th? It's possible. Don't rule it out. Yeah, either way. Plus, they can know if, if we're not talking about something major that happens, they'll go, oh, they recorded this on the 15th. And I made that magnificent trade on the sixteenth. That's why they're not talking about it.
1: Yeah. So, all right, we'll stick with it. It's the fifteenth, okay. everyone.
0: It is the fifteenth of September in the year two thousand twenty-one. Year of our Lord. The year of our Lord, and it's approximately seven fifteen p.m. If you were wondering, but nobody really cares about that. How you doing, Easy?
1: Great. I'm doing great.
0: Anything new in the in the day of day of the life of EZ? Uh
1: nope. Just you know, trying to run a little bit. We had headshots for work today. Headshots uh, for work? Absolutely crushed it this last of course. week. And what um, kind of?
0: Hold on. What kind of outfit choice did you choose for your headshot? Did you go with like unbuttoned look with a sports coat? Did you do a, a button up with a tie, any kind of strategy with the headshot?
1: Yeah, I'm a big uh, suit coat, no tie kind of guy with a button down. Yeah,
0: yep, agreed. I feel like, yeah, if you do a full blown suit with a button up and tie, that's like, that just screams, you know, fresh out of college, first first job, first headshot Absolutely. type of deal.
1: Yeah, I think maybe like 15 years ago that'd be really appropriate, but today, I mean, you gotta you gotta let that that top button loose. That's right. It's let a different it world out there today.
0: That's it's very true. I th- I think you made a good move there. That's perfect. How's your day? Um, How's your week? It's pretty good. So, a couple couple things happen over in my life. I bought a new uh, a foot shaver. Got.
1: Uh, I'm gonna need an explanation <laughs> on that one. I think the people are gonna need an explanation there.
0: You know what? It's it's pretty life changing. I gotta admit, it's like a looks like a cheese grater that you put use on your f- the bottom of your feet, and it was disgusting how much skin I shaved off of my feet, and I kind of blame you for the reason why I have such dry feet ever since we went winter camping, even though it was my. Dumbass idea to put hand warmers in my boots and cut off my circulation, but my feet, um, yeah, they don't have the best circulation anymore and had a shit ton of dry skin on them that I shaved off with a foot shaver. I was thinking about collecting it all and just showing you how good this thing is
1: to try to sell you on it.
0: It was was really gross. I thought you were talking Um, about
1: shaving the hair on your feet. I was like, buddy, you could use a razor for that. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that'd be pretty cool if i had a uh, hairy feet as well but no like just, hairy just enough the... to
1: need a foot shaver like specifically to, to shave it
0: yeah and that's like the only place you really grew hair or what if like <laughs> when you hit puberty and all your buddies are like showing off their first chin hair and like armpit hairs and they're like you haven't hit puberty yet huh? and you're like yeah i have i totally have but it's like your feet are just really hairy but you still don't want to show anybody <laughs> <laughs> that would kind of suck yeah i uh, i wouldn't like it wow no would not be helpful as a adolescent <laughs> um okay well that well that's good i'm glad we went down that path we're putting our best foot forward you know so to speak we're, we're starting off on the right foot
1: c- you certainly are with probably five pounds say, of less dead skin
0: on your feet. It feels amazing. I feel like I have brand new feet. Um, I was going to just say some really stupid dad joke and then I stopped myself. So anyway, feet feel great. Um, tons of circulation can actually feel things. It's pretty impressive. Only other thing that happened in my life. Um, do you know, like, have you ever lived in a moment where you've, you just kind of see it play out as like a comic book.
1: No, I can't say I have.
0: You you probably have some situations. You just can't think of one right on, on the spot. But I was kind of like a lot of our stories. was taking a shit. And I pull out my phone. And it's got the new Apple updates downloading. I was kind of pissed off because... I said, don't download this update, do it later. And apparently that means like, okay, we'll do it like a minute from now. That's later in Apple's world, I guess. So I'm taking a shit and I see my phone just downloading this new software update. And then I got up, it was like, you know, usually I take a little bit more time. And I just thought about this comic strip playing out where I walked out of the bathroom and there was like newscasters and they're like, here he is, everybody. Ryan, Ryan, uh, MJ, MJ. <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> alert. My name's Ryan. Um, MJ, tell us, tell us about this is your new world record for fastest shit ever. Tell us about how do you feel type of things. Like, OK, pretty terrible joke. But obviously, if your phone's not working, you kind of realize how much time you're wasting on the shitter. When you have a phone in your hand versus no phone. Do you remember your last shit you had without a phone?
1: If I probably camping, if I get up from, from if I have to poop at work and I, and I get up and I get to the bathroom and I realize I left my phone at my desk, I'll go back to get it and then go back to take a shit.
0: (laughs) Well, that's the on the clock shit. Of course you're going to have your phone for that one. You're not going to have no no quick dumps on the clock. Not in any realm. But I do have to say, since
1: shit is in the title of our show, I feel like we should have a recurring theme talking about shit.
0: I think it's um, a good idea.
1: I don't know if you have a best shit ever. I do. I have a a, a poop that I took that was better than all of the other poops I've ever taken
0: was it, it location was it length was it yeah, how it
1: felt no actually you, was it your your comment that maybe when i was camping it that reminded me of it i went camping years ago 10 years ago up in the boundary waters and uh and i had to take a poop and up in the boundary waters when you're in like the back like wilderness the back uh country campsites they just have a latrine out in the open and a latrine is basically just a plastic little toilet uh, with nothing around it. And sometimes it has a lid. And sometimes it's just wide open to the world around it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And this one was wide open to the world around it. Uh, no no, no lid to it. It was just sitting there on this uh, hill on an island. And the island had been blown down a couple of years before. So there really wasn't a lot of cover on the island either. It was like... It, the throne was like right out there in the open.
0: I was... You caught me off guard for a second. Like the island blew down, but then I realized, okay, the trees on the island just blew yes. down. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Sorry. Sometimes not, not I the... do miss very key details. So thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> the trees were all blown and down. I,
0: I am very simple minded, easy to to dupe, So I'll, I'll help you out if you if you miss a detail. Don't worry. Nice. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, I'm sitting there and it's west facing and the sun's
1: going down and I'm just sitting there taking a poop, looking at the, probably one of the most beautiful settings in in nature, sun setting over this bay, right, right out in front of me. Easily the best poop I've ever taken. I don't think it can be matched.
0: It was just like magical. Did you feel like, um, what is it? which is it Cinderella that has like the nature like come when she goes out like the butterflies and birds come around yeah, and
1: yep just like that it, it honestly it like that. it made me it made me think of um like how many poops have i had staring at the the inside walls of a stall in some building compared right. to that where i'm just like pooping in nature looking at everything around me it's gorgeous
0: and You're talking about like, do you, you don't put your cheeks on the actual face of the latrine, right? Am I saying that right? Latrine? No, why wouldn't you? You're just hovering there? You do? No. No, I don't think I've ever pooped in the latrine. I tried to find one once at a campsite, but I overshot it and then just had to hang my butt over a branch.
1: Well, I've done that too, but this one, you know, a latrine, like you, you, it's like a toilet made out of plastic but it's dug into the ground. Uh, yeah. the Poop like gets dug into a hole underneath it in the ground. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I saw it after I took my shit. <laughs> I was a little <laughs> late to the party. Um, I don't have one. I mean, I think I've, I've had some good nature poops definitely up there on the list for sure. Yours sounds way more majestic than any other shit I've ever taken. But one thing I did, kind of when I was young man coming of age, and had a little anxiety pooping in public. It's completely gone now. Don't even think twice anymore. I can poop anywhere with any type of audience in the background. Doesn't matter. It'll foreground? flow right through. For f- foreground
1: anywhere. Like if they're like, "Could you poop if I was sitting there staring right in front of you?"
0: No. Well. That, that'd just be way uncomfortable. I'd remove myself from that situation. Or I'd there was remove a, you from that situation.
1: There was a movie scene I saw one time. I can't remember what movie, but the, one of the guys was just a huge badass. And that's what he did. He just sat there with the <laughs> door wide open and just like started taking a shit in front of this guy. And I think he shot him while he was taking a shit.
0: Wow. The guy that
1: was taking a shit shot the other guy.
0: <laughs> How do you write that into a movie? That...
1: I know. Power I can't move. think
0: of the circumstances that have to come together for that to happen. But now I'm definitely intrigued to watch that. But what I was saying, so I had to convince myself I was taking adventure poops whenever I had a poop in public. And then I'd kind of make it a game like, Oh, like the nearest bathrooms right there. But like, why don't you just walk into that restaurant and take a shit in that busy restaurant? And then I I called them adventure poops and Um, I'd mentally cross stuff off the crap map if I knew I pooped somewhere before. I wouldn't poop there again and try to find a new throne to sit on.
1: So that's very funny.
0: But but yeah, that's kind of my crap. Would you cross one off
1: even if it was like a really fancy place? Like if it was a great stall experience, would you keep it on just for the sake of like I'd love to poop there again?
0: yeah I wasn't really strict about my rules if if there was somewhere that was fantastic to take a shit at i'd i'd for sure leave the door open to go back in and um move some bowels good, so to speak
1: well maybe we should uh i think that's we probably covered enough poop talk here um maybe it's, it's, a,
0: it's a f- okay yeah okay, it's a fantasy football show I forgot <laughs> i forgot what we were talking about. Let's go ahead and recap Um, week one. Yeah. Midwest empire week one is in the books. How'd we do? Let's find out the cool thing. Looking at this, it's, you know, everybody's first year being on sleeper and the cool thing about sleeper, they do kind of a weekly report and they have a breakdown of who did what, who didn't do what type of thing. So when you look at this and I can tell he's, you're being really quiet because you just want me to say it. Voted best manager and highest scorer, Mister Easy himself. Oh my gosh! I I'm. This is great. Does that sound really weird on your side? Yeah. Okay. I, well, I'll, I'll take that's what you get. You know what?
1: I'll take it. I'm uh I'm absolutely. <laughs> Blown away to get this honor so early in the season. You know, I thought I'd ramp up to something like this, but uh, to start off the way that I did, um, you know, best manager, ninety-five percent of my perfect possible lineup. Um, <sighs> interesting. Interestingly enough, one of the only ways, <laughs> one of the only ways, I could have scored more points if I started Cole Kmet over Zach Ertz, which I will be, or no, David and Joku. He was my high-scoring tight end, uh, but the other one is if uh, Sir Kenneth Gainwell was started over Derek, <laughs> Derek Henry,
0: <laughs> which never would have happened. <laughs> and in never would years. have happened. So, but, but that just goes boy, to
1: show the kind of—I mean—that's a third-round pickup by me with Gainwell, and uh, I gotta say, is—is is it too early to say steal the draft? I don't know. I feel like it's not.
0: I don't know. I don't know, we definitely owe that guy an apology and for those that don't know, Sir Kenneth Gainwell was an accidental first round draft pick by uh Team Everson who then it was what a few hours later after myself and another franchise owner um gave him some crap for that selection, he then said whoops, that was a mistake. It I would was like to reverse uh,
1: that pick. It was a point of contention, you could say.
0: It for sure was. So had had to bring him to the jury, have him state his case, and um, the league showed mercy, and they said, "You know what? There's no way you would pick Sir Kenneth Gainwell in the first round. We'll let you reverse that." He then picked up uh, uh, Waddle. Why am I spacing on his first name? Jalen Waddle. I think with a
1: last name like Waddle, the first name is almost <laughs> irrelevant.
0: <laughs> oh, it is Jalen Waddle. Um, <clears throat> God, I don't know why it's spacing that one. Anyway, so then it was every single pick after that. It's like Kenneth Gainwell. There wasn't really a ton of buzz about Kenneth Gainwell. The Eagles were stacked at running back, Carrion Johnson was there, Boston Scott's still there. It didn't really seem like there was a path to any sort of re- relevance for Kenneth Gainwell, so it was just kind of a running joke for three rounds. Like, who's going to pick this guy? He's still there. He's still there. And Easy pulled the trigger, and Week One, Sir Kenneth Gainwell has a role in the offense. Pretty even
1: surpassing. I mean, he played Boston Scott didn't play up uh, uh, down. I don't think he or he, he didn't no, have any don't carries so. at least. Yeah, so. Uh, market Zero was the draft pick right after me. He told me if I if I didn't take him, he was going to take him. So uh, he was he was high on the list at that point.
0: You know what? I pulled it up. Boston Scott. Um, yeah, he didn't have one single touch in that first game. He didn't have one single snap confirmed. So yeah, that role is Sir Kenneth Gainwell's to lose. Nice pick up by you. Um, definitely worth in the third round,
1: but so, you know, otherwise around the, the rest of my team, a little, little slow start from Derrick Henry, but everyone else else had pretty solid, uh, games. Russell Wilson, Alvin Kamara, Deandre Hopkins all did, did about what we would expect them to do. T Higgins scored 13. Nice showing from Debo Samuel, uh, almost 30 points there. And then, uh, Deontay Johnson kind of did what, uh, what he was projected to do there as well. So. Hundred and thirty-six points, ninety-five percent of my highest possible top scoring team in the first week. You know, it's just I'm humbled to be in the position I'm in and I, and I hope I'm 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 worthy to to carry that through the rest of the season here.
0: It's a good showing, especially in a league. Again, like we said, tip you know, standard half a point PPR league. Um, no defense, no kicker, quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, tight end and a flex. That's a pretty high scoring output. So I'll give you that. Debo had a career game. He'll never score that high ever again in his entire career. I'm calling it right now. But if I if I can take anything away from you, that's what I'll take. But good job, great showing. You want to put some money on behind it? Behind you, I trailed behind you. I would, but that bet could last like the next nine years, and I'd forget about it. And I just I don't want to if keep he, track of he stuff outs- like that.
1: If he outscores his his point total from this week ever. You have to pay my next year's league dues.
0: What do I get if he doesn't?
1: <laughs>
0: um I'll pay yours. Uh, but again, that could just happen. We we won't have a firm answer on that until I don't know, it's a long win. it's a long
1: bet. It's the long game. No. Jamar Chase on the other side. Uh, Grizzly Dizzly is who I was playing. Jamar Chase was left on the bench. He scored 20 points. So the other side of the T Higgins uh, Bengals r- receiver lineup.
0: So hold on. So we have to go to worst manager now. So oh, well, I thought we'd go let's through do through some...
1: matchup by matchup.
0: We will do matchup by matchup, but we have to go. Let's go through the weekly report first really quick. Oh. Just got to cap off the worst manager. Was how do, how do you want to pronounce this team name? Josh Mark, Schirmer, Josh market Schirmer, Z-
1: Market Zero.
0: Oh, oh, that's right. That's his username. So Market Zero, worst manager, eighty three point nine six points. Uh His perfect lineup would have been one hundred and twenty point seven six. So he really uh uh shit He's the bed on in. that so one. So he had Clyde Edward Delaire He had Clyde
1: Edwards-Alaire and Aaron Jones um, that he started at running back, and they really did shit the bed. Three points and eight points. I don't think you're not going to start those two. Who else does he have at running
0: back? He also got the below expectation award. Um, Missed his projection by 26 points. Yeah, I mean, he didn't really have anyone else he could throw in there. (laughs)
1: What do we got going?
0: That was very unpleasant. All right, soundboard is messing up. I had some good farts queued up, but apparently <laughs> that one. <laughs> Ten didn't point. The or, uh,
1: Twenty-five points from Thielen, uh Twenty-one points from Hawkinson. Those are good, good plays from him. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, negative point one points from Ronald Jones in his flex spot. Hurts,
0: yeah. He, I mean, he carried the ball once or twice and fumbled, so that's that's a rough one for whoever started Rojo, as they call him. Um, yeah, I I think those are only, I mean, they have some other cool stuff that you can bring up overachiever, below expectation, QB of the week. So, just other uh, cool analytics you can look at with the sleeper app, but okay. Now, I'll I'll stop stealing your thunder. Let's go through the weekly matchups. All right, which one do you want to start with? Let's start with, should we go, I guess since we were on it, worst manager of the week, Market Zero versus Foley Torque. Um, Obviously, Market Zero lost.
1: Yeah, we reviewed a little bit about Market Zero, his lineup, some of the guys that uh, he left on the bench, some of his poor performers that he had started. It's us look at fully torqued here. Nice showing from uh, Nick Chubb and Gaskin. Gaskin had an all right game, I guess. Calvin Ridley underperformed expectations <laughs> with 7.6 points.
0: Tyler Lockett definitely carried his team this week. Do you think um, that's underperformance?
1: the most Tyler Lockett will ever score
0: <clears throat> ever again? I don't think this is the most he has scored. I think he scored more last year. But he's not a Debo Samuel type of player, who um will be living in Brennan Ayuk's shadow. By um, I'd Brandon say Ayuk just somewhere got mid-season. absolutely
1: gassed by his coaches. He just absolutely got hosed.
0: <laughs> he said he wasn't NFL ready.
1: Yeah, Debo Samuel is here to stay, my friend. I'm sorry to say.
0: Ah, we'll see. <laughs> I don't know. Two tutties and almost 200 yards. I don't know if he's going to repeat that one, but it was a good game.
1: Kyle Pitts underperformed a little bit to his lofty expectations in his first NFL game, but I'm sure he'll be uh, rolling in no time.
0: The odds were definitely in his favor to underperform. Everyone had very high expectations for that guy, especially versus Philly's crappy defense.
1: But I think, I mean, looking at this team, you got Calvin Ridley, Tyler Lockett, Justin Jefferson for his three receivers, and that's that might be the best receiver core of anyone in the league.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I really like that there. If Pitts comes around, this is going to be a really tough team to beat. Got to get Antonio
1: 40-20. Brown scored twenty three in the flex spot. That's pretty. Yeah, he's pretty good there.
0: <clears throat> Not too bad. His bench looks pretty crappy. I mean, he's got Mark Ingram, Tom Brady, his top scores, So a couple of grandpas um, that he can, you know, fill in during bye weeks, but nothing long term for his dynasty team. Yeah. But yeah, he'll be solid this year. Jonah should be able to turn things around at some point. But yeah. Points to fully torqued, market zero. That one sucked. What was going on with these sounders? <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I, I downloaded like 10 fart noises. So obviously I, I'm going to use them.
1: I didn't, that one didn't, maybe it'll, maybe it'll come through fine on the actual upload, but
0: that one sounded weird again. What did it sound like on your side? Just like static. Really? The first one sounded like static to me, but the other ones. Hold on. Let's try one more just while we're on topic here. Oh, yeah. Is that sounded a... great. That was, a... that was a fart? Yeah. Okay. Maybe I just need to re add them or something. Anyway.
1: Next one uh Ever Fever. I guess it's probably Everson since he's got fever afterwards,
0: because it'd be weird if it was ever fever. I agree. I had that realization, and I'm going to give myself a break being sleep deprived with a newborn. So I have an excuse. Don't hate me, ever fever. And then uh, he went up against team brew crew, AKA
1: brew five, two, eight, zero, which does not roll off the tongue as well as (laughs) brew crew does. I'm going to keep saying you know, Brooker. No, it does not. Uh, yep. Brooker Didn't... took it to him. So it looks like, was he second leading scorer
0: of the, of the week? You know what? He was. He beat me. He was. I got, to one, I got to 130-ville, but he got to 131-ville.
1: Yeah, he did. So, Which is better than 130-ville. That is a fact.
0: Not and quite as good did
1: as 136-ville. In... <laughs>
0: Enjoy it while you can, my friend. <laughs> Enjoy it. So Brew Crew got there. Uh,
1: at thanks, at the arm thanks of in deck. no part to Rasheem Mostert.
0: Oh, Raheem. <laughs> okay. You know what? We got to bring this up because I traded Mostert to uh, Brew Crew during the first round of the draft this year. He was Brew Crew was one pick ahead of me. Uh, Devonta Smith was on the board, and then it was likely to be Trey Sermon. I would have had to grab him because I had Mostert. It just made sense, so I traded Mostert to Brew Crew because he was a little bit more running back needy than me, and it made sense for him. And we did a first round draft pick swap, and then I got Brew Crew's second round pick. So did that trade. Brew crew Love moster It was an auto except. And I thought he was gonna select uh Sermon with this pick, but then he traded that pick for uh Mikko Hardman and um who was the other guy that he traded for? Spacing it. Titan for was the Redskins. It, What's that guy's was, name?
1: I was gonna say, was it Mark Andrews? Because those the three people that you would have named were the worst scorers for his team this week, but no. <laughs> Different guy.
0: Well, I guess I could just look at his freaking line. Logan Thomas. Logan Thomas. Why can't I think of that name? Anyway, that's I mean, that is a not bad trade. If you think about it, it's basically Trey Sermon for Mikle Hardman and Logan Thomas. So that one worked out. But I'm pretty pretty happy with my uh mustard trade at this point. Obviously you can't predict injuries, but that one kinda hurt some
1: Oh, did he get injured? I didn't. I didn't pay attention. I'm one thing that you guys you guys are gonna want to keep in mind is I I don't pay much attention to football, so
0: <laughs> that's why this is the magnificent podcast. We're not trying to fool anybody here.
1: Yeah, I'm not the football mind here. That's gonna be MJ, but uh, hopefully I can fill in a little bit, fill in the fill, gaps,
0: fill me in all you want.
1: Really um, nice showing from Tyreek Hill. Thirty-three
0: points. Yeah, yeah, great week one for him. I mean, Jack Dak balled out. Mixon 20, twenty-five points for Mixon. Ty freak, and that's really all he needed. He the had fact Cookson.
1: that he, honestly, the fact that Brew Crew made it to one thirty-one Ville with three guys basically shit in the bed is a little, <laughs> a little scary.
0: That's gonna be hard to sustain the rest of the the year. You now had, he suddenly has look three his really good quarterbacks. Quarterbacks, yeah. Jameis Winston
1: at 29 points and Jared Goff at 31.
0: 31 versus the Niners, which was very surprising and for a lot of
1: people. Mike Williams was a wide receiver for the Chargers. He scored 18 points on the bench. 21 points from Christian Kirk. That's solid bench.
0: Well... Spot for Kirk. At least he's got to
1: figure out who he's going to start at tight end. I don't know. I don't know. Is Mark Andrews the clear favorite over uh, Logan or Logan Thomas?
0: I'd say it's matchup dependent.
1: It's probably touchdown dependent. Yeah, like Logan Thomas scored a touchdown, and that's why he got to ten points.
0: Yeah, he got thirty yards receiving. With the Washington football team really only having Logan Thomas and uh, McLaurin for targets. I I think, I mean, Logan Thomas has to get more targets. And now Mark Andrews, I mean, there's a little bit more competition for, uh, and it's a low passing volume offense for the Ravens. So with Sammy Watkins on there, Marquise Brown looked really good. I feel like Logan Thomas might finish the year ahead of Mark Andrews. But then he also has tight ends. So he has he has really good tight ends and quarterbacks. Other side, Ever Fever. Started
1: Matt Stafford. New look game. New look Matt Stafford over at the Rams. He did uh, look good. And got... I felt like he was getting he was getting attention that like he just never got in Detroit because no one gives a shit about Detroit
0: exactly and Sean McVay even gave him the game ball after that
1: victory yeah people were like wait he's actually really
0: really good (laughs) he just doesn't play for a shitty team anymore (laughs) uh this is a good team I mean Dalvin Cook obviously top running back Henderson looked pretty good is he supposed to be good He's supposed to be good. We'll see if Sonny Michelle carves out a bigger role in that op- offense. They just signed for him a couple of weeks ago. But Henderson looked really shifty, really speedy. Um, he's definitely going to break free for long touchdowns at, uh, in at least a few games this year. And carried the ball 16 times, 70 yards, rushing a touchdown, and one grab for 17 yards. I think he'd be more involved in the passing game if the Rams weren't playing um from ahead the entire game versus the Bears. Hmm. Bears Bears looked pretty damn awful, gotta say. The Andy Dalton show is not gonna last too much longer. I don't know. Ever fever
1: looking through his bench, he it it looks pretty
0: pretty light. Yeah, but with superstars like Kelsey, Dalvin Cook, you can kind of afford that. He's got some youth with Pittman and Waddle. Uh, starting from at wide receiver um, Watson. Who knows? Who knows that that's going to help him out at some point again, but maybe not the best bench. Look at the strategy too: shoring up both Dallas Cowboy tight ends, Blake Jarwin and Dalton Dalton Schultz almost made me like vomit saying those two names. And I'm a Cowboys fan. Don't vomit. Okay. Well, um, so, yeah, not a bad starting crew for Ever Fever. Um, you just got smoked by Team Brew Crew. All right, next. Who do we got? We've got Team... <laughs> I'm not going to say it's Team because it's his first and last name. Was it Diz is oh, was,
1: was that the old name?
0: No, I'm looking at Team Reed versus uh, Team Scotty 200. Oh, uh, it was Manziel Canadians.
1: So that's the old name. Change that's your team
0: right. name, Manzell Canadians. Yeah, come on, Manzell Canadians. And Scotty, get it back to Sir Charles
1: Barkley. I want to see it.
0: Give us something. Both these team names are lacking. Wait, was and,
1: yeah, it was, yeah.
0: And you know that's not the only thing that was lacking in this matchup was atrocious. Yeah, um, the other
1: thing that was lacking in this matchup, besides getting your team names right, was uh points. We're looking for more points on a weekly basis.
0: Team mansfield Canadians starts it off with a solid 2.32 points from Aaron Rodgers. Not bad. You're not gonna not
1: start A-Rodge after an MVP year, but that sucked. And I couldn't be happier about it, honestly.
0: (laughs) As you're a Vikings fan, obviously, so you're very happy about that. Mm -hmm. And the Packers looked terrible against a Jameis Winston-led Saints. Offense and, um, and I mean, they have a good defense, but Marshawn Lattimore, their top cornerback, I think he got hurt uh at some point during that game or played injured and now he's on the IR. So,
1: on the other side, just quarterback, quarterback wise for uh Charles, Sir Charles Barkley, good to see Teddy Bridgewater getting a start in fantasy and, and pulling his weight 20 points out of the out of Teddy Two Gloves.
0: Teddy, two gloves with two tutties. Definitely a, a very solid win versus the the shitty New York Giants. But you know what? The Giants actually have a much better defense than I realized. And if Barkley gets healthy, they might be able to turn some heads. But Teddy Bridgewater with a strong showing week one for sure. Um, just wanted to pull that out
1: cause I saw it in my head and I know we're going through one team at a time, but I, I just, I love Teddy. So I, I had to throw it in there, but going back to Manziel Canadians, Melvin Gordon, good for showing. He said, you know what, uh, Javante Williams, you can, you can be in my shadow a little bit here to start off the season. I think Williams is going to come, come on late. I think he's gonna, going to, uh, usurp Melvin Gordon, uh, later on, but Nice. A nice, uh, start to the season for Gordon Singletary. It was all right. He met expectations
0: and mostly because, uh, um, I think he was the starting running back for that game. Zach Moss did not play that game. So don't expect him to do seven, you know, just over seven yards of carry. That's not going to happen for him every single week. Uh, Tough Devon- showing from Devontae Adams. Yeah, it's.
1: I would. I would get used to this. Any. Uh, any of you out there holding Green Bay Packers receivers, it's just going to be a <laughs> shitty year for a Rod. So dump them. They're done.
0: Buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy ride. <laughs> what a terrible division. It's
1: confusing
0: um, too, looking at his because Ceedee Lamb and he has Rob Gronkowski both scoring over twenty points. Melvin Gordon scoring over 20 points, but it's yeah, hard to got... do much when your quarterback only s- scores 2.3 points. Well, he did win,
1: though. I mean, he put 102 up against uh, 77. It's pretty,
0: it's pretty hard to lose against a team that can't get past 80-ville, and that was Scotty's <laughs> team. Really disappointing showing from Najee Harris. That's not going to happen, happen every week. Uh, Bills have a good defense. Steelers have a shitty O-line, but Najee's going to get a ton of volume, so he'll do better. Julio Jones still adjusting to new system as a second fiddle in that offense. Should have a better showing coming up. Who knows? Hopefully. He's older. Maybe his last year of his career, or last two, but he's got to be better than that. Austin Eckler. Yeah, keep going. No. Okay. Austin Eckler did okay uh, versus a very stout uh, Washington football team front seven, but yeah, we spent a lot of time on on this this matchup that is pretty atrocious.
1: Yeah, congratulations to uh, Manzel Canadians for your uh, the weakest win of the of the week.
0: You should be proud. You should be proud.
1: Oh, that was so juicy.
0: Are, they're coming across for you now. That's great. Okay, now I need What's to on get next? these going again. You lead it. I have to make sure the fart noises work. All right, we're going to go to uh,
1: yours. Montana manatees. The the M O and M A throws me off. I want to say Monties every time because it's Montana.
0: <laughs> the Montana Monties sounds very a, fancy yeah. when you yeah, say it, it that way. Yeah, it is a
1: fancy way to say it.
0: The Montana
1: Monties.
0: We're from Montana.
1: Playing the equally fancy named Boner Stew. Mmm, delicious. Who won Boner, this one? Yep, yeah, Boner Stew put up a good a good point total. Uh, he was projected to. Score one thirteen. He put up one twelve, uh, but it wasn't enough to beat one thirty. Ville.
0: It definitely was not.
1: <laughs> um, good. Uh, good. Classic showing from Kyler Murray. I mean, he's putting up thirty point. Like, I don't think a thirty four point total from Kyler Murray is really that. Uh, surprising these days. It's kind of.
0: No, and you know what? It just brings me back too to that first ever. Uh, rookie draft that we did. And I had second overall overall pick. And we had uh, David Montgomery and Josh Jacobs, the, the top two projected picks. And I surprised everybody and went Kyler Murray and got a lot of grief for it. But you know what? <laughs> He's a staple of the squad. I'm proud of that pick. Yeah. Good. For Kyler. You. Kyler is carrying the team for sure. Uh, yeah. Looking at my squad. I've got free money. Uh, James Robinson is not going to have a good year if that's uh, he got two tackles apparently, but we don't get points for tackles, and he'll not under the, the current five times. No, who knows? Maybe we'll have some weird rule changes, but I'm not going to vote for that one. It's really reassuring to see Jonathan Taylor have seven targets right after they paid a shit ton of money to. Um, Nahin Hines, Nahin Hines. I can't say his name. Uh, say it right. Really reassuring. This Nahim Nahim Hines. It's so Jay, Jonathan Taylor, the teen heartthrob, seven targets for sixty yards, six catches. Good showing. Now, easy walks away when I'm talking about my team. See how that works? My dog's being um, a bitch. <laughs> So Devonta Smith touchdown in his first game. We've got Amari Cooper, huge, huge um, NFL uh, season opener against the, the championship Bucks. Just throwing that out there. 13 grabs for 139 yards and two tutties. Then you got Keenan Allen doing his thing. I need to tie end in because Gasecki is not going to cut the mustard. Then you got Kenny Galladay, Baby Tron. Getting adjusted to his new team, scoring a measly eight point four points. Um, uh, on on my bench, not really any. Um, I guess if I would just start at any other tight end, it would have helped me. Otherwise, I, I made the right choices. Looking at Boner Stew, he's got the rookie Trevor Lawrence getting just over twenty points in his debut. Miles Sanders. Damian Harris doing okay. Chris Godwin got over twenty. AJ Brown had a meh game and same with DJ Moore. Uh Kittle Kittle was less involved than I think most people thought he would be. And then uh Tyler Boyd in his flex position. I have a feeling so,
1: Boyd's gonna be odd man out in that uh in that uh wide receiver group with the Bengals.
0: I think it's a matter of time. For sure. I think people thought it was going to be the Boyd show for many weeks and it was going to take time for Chase to to get a grip of that role, but I think the tide's turning fast.
1: You left DeAndre Swift on the bench, though, with 20 points there.
0: That's a bad move. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the only thing I he, he could have done is
1: throw him in flex.
0: Yeah, instead of Boyd, that would have made more sense. Yeah. They did announce him before the game. Uh, as the backup to Jamal Williams, they announced Jamal Williams as a starter for that game, like a couple hours before kickoff. So I think it it put a bunch of people in the panic, and just said, you know what, I'm going to sit Swift this week. But it burned you if you did that. So an easy victory for the Mon- Montana Monetes, 130.96 to 119 or to 112.
1: Congratulations, MJ, on your victory. We did it.
0: Undefeated. We're both 1-0.
1: Last one, sexual feeling going up against Kareem of the crop, two heavyweights going at it, last year's champ versus this year's uh, maybe top projected team. And, you know, they didn't they didn't live up to their lofty expectations, but they also didn't disappoint. I'd say it was a middling performance from both of them.
0: So far the you know the champ curse is alive and well. Last year's champs starting off 0 and 1. The last winless. two champs the last two champs finishing the the prior, or the following season in last place. So Kareem, right of, now, the crop Kareem of the crop is, is winless. On, he's on pace. You're on watch Kareem of the crop.
1: Put a <laughs> W put put 3 Ws on the board and maybe we'll stop calling attention to it but uh <laughs> you're on you're on notice
0: time to start researching next year's first rounders
1: so uh Lamar Jackson and Christian McCaffrey Lamar Jackson maybe underperformed a little bit 19 points that's fine you're happy to get 20 points out of a starter most yep. weeks Ezekiel uh, Elliott. Yep, he uh, he almost exactly matched his projection. 23.42 versus 23.2
0: for C-Mac. Yep. Elliott disappointed a lot of people, but loved the game plan the Cowboys did for that. They said the Bucks are really good at stopping the run. We're not going to fo- focus our plan of attack there. We're going to try to beat them through the air, and that's they made the right call. It just came at the expense of Elliot, especially in the game where the Cowboys didn't have um, starting guard, Zach Martin, who will be back this week. And I'd expect Elliot to turn around quick, effective immediately. Cool. You got Cooper Cup blowing it up. DK Metcalf doing okay. Got a tutty. He's a good touchdown monster. So should have a good floor for the, the whole year. High ceiling. Terry McLaurin, blah. Four grabs, sixty-two yards. You you'd want more out of him. Conklin. Okay. I was gonna and then, I, I was gonna
1: throw a little uh I was gonna throw some something at Conklin because of the thirty-one dollar pickup on him. But uh <laughs> I looked through all the other numerous tight ends that he picked up and they all did equally shitty. That was the best. I mean he couldn't have done better <laughs> than six point one. So <laughs> Wow.
0: Yeah, his tight end core. We've got he got, you know
1: what? He got Knox and he got Conklin. He spent 62 bucks to get them. Those were his guys. He was going to go out and get them. No one was going to tell him no on that one. So uh, you're, those are his ride or
0: dies, you know? I didn't realize his tight ends were that terrible. Does he have some guys on IR or something? Yeah, he's
1: got Irv Smith on IR. Is that it? I think he has one other tight end on IR. He has seven tight ends on his roster right now.
0: (laughs) Who's his other tight end?
1: I don't remember. I can't see it on the screen. Yeah, I can switch over.
0: What else we got on the other side of the matchup there? I'm going to try to look this up.
1: Grizzly Dizzly on the other side. Uh, Jalen Hurts got the start. Wait, no, I'm on the wrong week. Hang on,
0: hang on. Oh, Evan Ingram. So he's got Evan Ingram and Herb Smith on his IR. Nice. All right, cream the crop. Other side, Patrick Mahomes,
1: uh, 35 points, solid. Cream Hunt, 15 points. Chris Carson, 11 points. All just solid performances, nothing too crazy. Uh, and then he had uh, Mike Evans. Is it Mike Evans? Real bust of a of a game for him. Three point nine. Brandon Ayuk, uh, flat zero, because he sucks. <laughs> I'm just gonna get these uh, farts ready. Okay, Robbie Anderson scored twelve points, which is about what he was projected. But will you click on his name? Look <laughs> at his hairdo; it looks amazing. I encourage oh, yeah. everyone. I encourage everyone. If you haven't <laughs> looked at a picture of Robbie Anderson, please pull it up. This is this is a...
0: it? It reminds me of one of those old timey submarine mines. It reminds you know I'm talking me.
1: About? It reminds me of a cartoon character.
0: It uh, It kind of reminds me of like a side sideshow bob. Yeah. Maybe that's what he's going for.
1: Uh Darren Waller uh really performed well. 23 points.
0: He only caught half of his targets, but he that's had insane. 19, nine. 19 targets. That's ridiculous. 19 targets.
1: As a tight end. surprised
0: he only I'm surprised he only caught 10 of those for 105 and one touchdown. Could have had a much bigger game. Alright, his bench. Luckily, left
1: Boston Scott on the bench because he didn't do anything all day long. Josh Jacobs also got the bench spot for Kareem of the Crop. Interesting. Scored 16 points. Jarvis Landry, 16 points. That's about it. Yeah. Nothing else on the bench close, there.
0: Close tight matchup. Uh, Both good teams, though, as far as I can see. So so,
1: so far, that's that's everyone, right? Was that everybody? So far, we have six undefeated teams. I'm going to shout them out here in uh, in order of uh, points scored. So the North remembers. Congratulations, you are undefeated. Um, Team Brew Crew, congratulations, you are also undefeated. Uh, I'd like to congratulate the Montana Manatees.
0: Montana
1: Manatees. You are undefeated. Congratulations.
0: I just wanted to give myself one. Fully
1: torqued. You are undefeated. Well done. Sexual feeling. <laughs> Se- sexual feeling. Really proud of you, undefeated. And last but not least, the worst of the best. Team Mansell Canadians. <laughs> that was so airy. <laughs>
0: Oh, that one's my favorite by far. Um, yeah, so that that wraps up week one. Um, the The only other question I have for you to wrap up the show is: so this first year of sleeper, love it, hate it, indifferent, need more time. How do you feel about sleepers so far?
1: I'm. Uh, I got some pros and I got some cons to it. I like some of the things i the i guess the biggest thing is that it's easier for you to run the league which is a uh that's a major thing cuz none of us are doing all that work and uh anything that makes it easier for you cuz you, i don't know like i we i think we've all been a part of leagues where the person who's putting it together doesn't really care and it and it, it's really easy for those leagues to just kind of die out mm-hmm. um and so i think a big part of why I enjoy this league so much is because it runs so smoothly and it's uh, a lot of that is due to your efforts. So I like that aspect as far as the functionality for myself, there's some things that I, I like about it. There's other things that I liked better with ESPN. I liked, I think it's just going to take time to get used to, but I liked the, I liked looking at available and, uh, available players, or just players in general on ESPN better than I like it here. Um, it seemed like it was... It seemed like it uh, It filtered things differently. It's interesting here that you can look at things or people... It's probably the same. You can probably filter the same way, but I don't know. I think it's just getting used to it. How do you like it?
0: That That's a good point, because I feel the same way. It's like... I asked myself then like ah, I have one league that's still on ESPN and that's the old trusty. I loved ESPN. It was always one of those formats when you know other leagues would have like Yahoo, which is terrible. And it'd just be no, I'm only doing ESPN leagues. I love yeah. the look. I love how easy and straightforward ESPN. Love, 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 love it. And then Sleeper was kind of a, the slow burn for me. We had to use Sleeper just for drafts because ESPN doesn't support linear drafts for our rookie drafts. So that was a huge pain in the ass for me to transfer everything back and forth from ESPN to Sleeper. So now we don't have to do that. Um, so I think yeah, part, starting... of, part of the thing, too, so, is
1: that there's... Um like there's differences in what you can do on the app and online, which I think was probably true with ESPN too. But uh, like you can look at, I've I've figured out how to look at past years draft results on my phone, but not on the, on the desktop, which seems weird.
0: Yeah. That that's the one thing against sleeper that I got to say is there's different, um, different things you can do on your phone versus on your computer, which, which is really frustrating.
1: But it's it was the same way with the ESPN, I think, too. Oh, like ESPN so.
0: Yeah, like league history
1: and yeah, stuff. ESPN's app was way pared down. I feel like there's more on the app for sleeper, but it's just it's just figuring out what are those differences that you need to go online for or, or do it on the app.
0: Yeah, I'd say sleeper is a must, a must, a must for dynasty format leagues. You can get away with it if you don't if you have a redraft league. But it allows me, you know, it allows you to do traffic trading. Um, the schedule, I didn't have to manually update it. it. did it the right way, the way we wanted it. So that was a huge plus. The uh, uh, linear, uh, linear draft is good. I was going to say the slow draft format that we did this year was really good to have on Sleeper as well. And then just getting used to the functionality is the one thing I keep thinking about. Am, am I just like so used to ESPN where like once i get used to sleeper am i going to love this just as much and i think i'll get there it's just going to be an adjustment
1: yeah i do th- i think you're right i like i one of the things i like doing is i was i was poking through to see like what would what who might be a good trade partner with me and so i one of the things i could pretty quickly and easily do in sleeper that i don't think i could do as easily in um espn was uh i can compare my, like, I can get a list together of my running backs and your running backs, uh and look at like who's got strengths there, ver- and then su- quick, quickly switch over to wide receivers. So like, I'll I'll have a full huh. list of just your wide receivers and my ri- wide receivers. I'm like, okay, well, it's looking like you got Jonathan Taylor as probably the top of all of our receivers. I've got, or no, I'm on running backs. But anyway, so I think I think it's just gonna be playing with it more and figuring out the benefits of it and just kind of I think time will probably get better with leaving ESPN behind.
0: I agree. Some other stuff I like is you can see um there's there's more data on each individual player. You can see how they performed in prior seasons, mm. you can see their whole depth chart of the team that they're on. Yeah, that's nice. Which I kinda like some stuff like that that I was fucking around that I liked. Um, you can do multi-team trades. So you yep. can really get creative with it. If you want to do like a three-team trade, that's possible. Other things, that's, you know, I can look at the the free agents and I can filter that by rookies, which is valuable in dynasty format leagues. It's kind of good to see the younger guys. Um, but yeah, there's still just a lot to learn. It honestly it feels
1: like um, ESPN feel... It feels like this move to sleeper is gonna be. Um, it's like uh, maybe a step up, and in, in software, like if you like, if you go from like I don't know, if people go through this and at work at all, but if you're using kind of like basic software, if you're using like Excel to track something, and then you go to like legit software, and it takes a while, and you're like, why can't we just do it the other way? It was easier, but it's way more basic and uh it's not until you like really get into it and start using it that you understand the benefits. I think that's what this is going to be like. It seems like there's more tools at our disposal with this that once we once I like you get more used to it, it's going to it's going to I think give you a lot more information easier.
0: I agree, it's just a matter of time. I I, don't, I haven't heard any negative feedback so far. So I think everyone's kind of in the same boat. They see the benefit. It's just a matter of adjusting and getting used to it. Mm-hmm. But so, yeah. that's our show for, for you guys this week. Hope everyone enjoyed it. I know I did. And um yeah. If if you're still listening, thank you. You can and uh you can wipe now. Wrap it up. Right, you're done with your gotta shit. Go. Gotta go. Hopefully you're listening next week. Bye.